PTJ podcasts are made possible by the American Physical Therapy Association. Physical therapists diagnose and treat people of all ages with all types of health conditions to help keep them moving and functioning in daily life. Obama's plan clearly is trying to build on the current employer-based health insurance approach. His belief is that insurers and employers control health care and the patient is out of the mix. Both plans are heavily embedded in the insurance industry. What happens to individuals who have pre-existing conditions? They both express a need to focus more on prevention and wellness. Welcome to this Election 2008 PTJ podcast discussion. This November 4th, 2008, Americans will elect the next President of the United States. Implicit in this decision is a choice of a new direction for health care. In this podcast, Justin Moore and Dr. Alan Jetty analyze the health care proposals of Senator John McCain and Senator Barack Obama. Please note that this is an analysis, not a debate. Joining in the analysis is Dr. Anthony DeLito. And now, here is our moderator for today's discussion, Editor-in-Chief of PTJ, Dr. Rebecca Crick. Welcome. Physical Therapy, the Journal of the American Physical Therapy Association, is dedicated to providing physical therapists and other health care providers with information to improve clinical practice and the delivery of health care. With that in mind, we are going to dive into the health care proposals of the major candidates for the presidency. APTA and PTJ do not endorse, support, or take a position on candidates for the President of the United States or on segments of their platforms. We hope that the information and resources that we discussed today will help you make an informed decision on health care reform proposals as you go to the voting booth on November the 4th. Although the economy has dominated minds of most voters in the past month, health care still matters in election 2008. Today, our podcast will compare and contrast the proposals of Senator John McCain, the Republican nominee, and Senator Barack Obama, the Democratic nominee for President of the United States. We will keep the conversation as objective as any political conversation can be and want to emphasize that our discussion does not reflect the positions of the journal or the association. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Participating with us today will be three individuals. Anthony DeLito is the chair of the PTJ Steering Committee and former editorial board member. He is currently professor and chair of the Department of Physical Therapy at the University of Pittsburgh, director of the Research Comprehensive Spine Center, and vice president for education and research in the Centers for Rehab Services at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. Alan Jetty is a member of PTJ Steering Committee and former acting editor-in-chief of PTJ. He directs the Boston University Health and Disability Research Institute and is Professor of Health Policy and Management at Boston University School of Public Health. Justin Moore is Director of Federal Government Affairs for the American Physical Therapy Association. To begin, we're going to ask Justin to talk a little bit about the McCain platform. Justin. Good morning. Today I'll talk a little bit about the proposal that Senator John McCain has put forward to address health care. I think it's clear that both candidates believe that health care is a problem and need a solution. Just a couple facts that are interesting. The Federal Election Commission estimates that $1 billion will be spent on the 2008 election. That figure alone would fund an additional 2,900 research grants at the NIH at the value of about $345,000. 
So one of the things that continues to be emphasized is are we spending federal resources in the most prudent fashion possible? To dive into Senator John McCain's approach on health care, he believes the centerpiece has to be to shift who is in control of health care decisions. Currently, his belief is that insurers and employers control health care and the patient is out of the mix. He believes that the best approach is to put the patient back in control of health care decisions. The centerpiece of his approach would be to replace the current tax exclusion of health care insurance from the employee's taxable compensation with a refundable tax credit. That tax credit would be $2,500 for individuals and $5,000 for families. Senator McCain also bases his health care reform on four pillars, increasing the affordability of health care, improving access and choice, improving portability and maintaining security, and enhancing quality. Okay, Alan Deddy is going to talk about Barack Obama's platform. Alan. Thanks, Becky. To set the stage for my summary of Senator Obama's proposed health care plan, I think it's important for all listeners to understand the context. To do that, I want to paraphrase some information provided by Professor Epstein in a recent publication in the New England Journal of Medicine where he focused on three tenets of healthcare. One is access, the second is quality, and the third is cost. He reminded us that today over 45 million Americans are without healthcare insurance, and that number has been increasing by a million per year. He quoted McLean's work in the New England Journal of Medicine that pointed out that quality of health care is a huge problem today in our country. Only 55% of the time, patients report receiving high-quality care, which leaves the other 45% not receiving high-quality care. And he also pointed out that over the past four years, health care premiums in this country have increased 8.5% annually while the consumer price index during that same period increased 3% per year. So we've got some serious problems. In Obama's proposed plan, if you look at it from the point of view of access, quality, and cost, I see the following. From the point of view of access, the goal of Obama's plan, as I understand it, is to essentially provide access to health insurance for all Americans. Obama proposes to do that in contrast to Senator McCain's proposal by strengthening the employer health insurance coverage and not proposing an alternative. And so in Obama's plan, he proposes that if patients like the health insurance coverage they currently have, they can keep it. And for those Americans without health insurance, Obama's plan offers a choice of different affordable health insurance plans through a national health insurance exchange. And Obama also offers a public plan option currently available to members of Congress and their families. Alan, can I interrupt you and ask Justin to respond about McCain's platform on access at this point? He's mentioned it earlier. Sure. Senator McCain also believes that improving access to health care would be achieved through his plan. He believes that by putting the patient or the family in control of their health care decisions, that they would be able to pick a plan that best meets their needs, and that would improve access. 
Thank you, Alan. I'll let you go back to your discussion about quality. I have one final point on access. He argues that one of the important elements is that you cannot allow exclusions based on pre-existing conditions, which Obama argues is one of the weaknesses in the McCain approach. From the point of view of quality, Obama proposes investing $10 billion per year over the next five years to improve the quality of health care. He also is proposing to emphasize reimbursement for elements of care that are not well reimbursed today, including care coordination, case management, and innovative care delivery models, such as team-based care and chronic care models. He also emphasizes developing mechanisms to stimulate comparative effectiveness research so that we can make more informed, evidence-based decisions about what to fund and what not to fund. What many critics have talked about is how do you pay for that type of investment to improve the quality of health care. What Obama's plan calls for is rolling back the Bush tax cuts for Americans who earn greater than $250,000 per year and retaining the estate tax at its 2009 levels to achieve the quality improvements. Justin, I would ask you if you would like to make any additional comments about quality or cost for the McCain platform. Sure. I think both of them believe that the current system of paying for care is not the most efficient way or effective way, and that we need to transition toward coordination of care models, prevention models, and evidence-based medicine. Where they differ is Senator McCain believes by improving efficiency and eliminating fraud and abuse that they can pay for significant health care reforms. I have a question. This is Tony. Is the McCain plan really reducing the role of insurance or is it actually shifting who pays for it? It seems to me as though both plans are heavily embedded in the insurance industry to broker their plans. Justin, can you comment on that? Yeah, I think the McCain proposal would still see a significant role for the private insurance market. They would just flip who was in control and who would make the purchasing decision, and that would be shifted from the employer making the decision to the tax credit incentive that would provide the consumer or the family the ability to actively purchase their health care insurance. In contrast, Obama's plan clearly is trying to build on the current employer-based health insurance approach that's currently the predominant mechanism for achieving health insurance. Um, One of the questions in my mind as a physical therapist is, in the two plans, what happens to individuals who have pre-existing conditions, the chronically ill and the disabled Americans in our country? Because currently we have somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 to 50 million Americans with one or more disabilities. Will individuals with pre-existing conditions and disabilities have access to care equally in both plans? I think that's a great question, Alan. You know, that is where the plans are different. Senator Obama has been very clear that he would eliminate any restrictions or the ability of insurance companies to deny coverage for pre-existing conditions. Senator McCain's approach is not as clear in that element at this time. 
his approach would be to empower states and to give states the flexibility for guaranteed access plans, which is a concept that would build on the models of risk pools and provide care for individuals that are high users or high cost to the healthcare system and those individuals with pre-existing conditions. Is it fair to compare the two approaches to a Medicare versus a Medicaid kind of approach? I mean, in the Obama plan, it looks as though there's a more universal solution across the states, whereas in the McCain plan, it's a state-by-state solution. This risk pool thing would be a state-by-state solution. Is that not correct? That's correct. Yes. Obama's plan would provide more uniformity across the country, where the McCain plan would provide a different mix of healthcare coverage throughout the country, and his camp believes that that flexibility is where you help pay for the system and improve the efficiency. The state can address the health conditions of their state in a little more efficient manner. A uniformity doesn't take into account the demographics of that state. Are there other points for another question that Tony would like to ask? It seems as though one of the fundamental problems right now in the healthcare system is it's a procedure-based system where the more procedures that are done, the more costly healthcare is, and the providers are incentivized through doing more and more procedures. Do either of these plans address that issue from the standpoint of cost containment? In my readings, both plans do have an approach to trying to transition from a procedural-based, intervention-based payment system to one that rewards quality and efficiency. The McCain camps discuss chronic care management models, specifically for five disease categories, and those models would pay a single bundle payment for the care of those disease categories versus the procedural-based system. He quotes in campaign literature that those five disease categories represent about three-quarters of the nation's healthcare spending, and that is cancer, heart disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, and asthma. And do we know whether Obama's platform has addressed that particular issue that Tony raises? He has talked about paying for care coordination and for chronic disease care models. Both plans include those elements. How one would actually implement that to achieve the cost savings, I don't think either go into the detail that will be needed going forward. Is there any summary point that either of you would like to make? Alan. One of the differences in the two basic approaches of the two candidates is the administrative cost of implementing those basic approaches. Blumenthal, in the 16th of October, wrote his analysis of the two plans in the New England Journal of Medicine, where he pointed out that the administrative costs of premiums in an individual insurance market-driven approach, which is the hallmark of the McCain approach, would be 30 to 50 percent of the premium compared to 12 to 15% in the large group employer-sponsored plans, which is the hallmark of the Obama plan. Justin? They both express a need to focus more on prevention and wellness. They don't go into great detail of the mechanics of how they would increase the focus on prevention and wellness, but they both put a priority on that factor and that that needs to be part of the reforms. 
Another key point is they both have been positive in their responses to the current TAFER performance or quality initiatives, specifically that providing for volume-based interventions is no longer appropriate and that we need to move toward a quality-based or outcomes-based payment system that rewards providers for being effective and efficient. And that also uses the best evidence available to guide treatment decisions. I would like to thank Alan Jetty, Anthony DeLito, and Justin Moore for discussing the two candidates' platforms on healthcare. I hope that our discussion has provided insight to you as a voter and that you will all go to the polls on November the 4th and cast your vote. Thank you very much. For additional resources on these healthcare proposals, we recommend the Kaiser Family Foundation's Health 08 website at www.health08.org, the New England Journal of Medicine's Election 08 Perspective Roundtable. A link to the video can be found at www.nejm.org, and the APTA's 2008 Election Guide. Click on the 2008 Election link from www.apta.org advocacy. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of Science Audio, online at www.scienceaudio.net. We welcome your feedback. Email ptj at scienceaudio.net or leave a voicemail at 626-593-7825. Visit PTJ online at www.ptjournal.org.